Welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast. This week, Jeremiah and Bianca Stingle are having a conversation about becoming an effective leader, as well as how to develop others into strong, confident leaders. Within the notes for this episode, you will find a discussion guide so you can listen with your leaders to spark dynamic growth within your team. Are you ready to grow your leadership? Let's join this conversation with Jeremiah and Bianca. Hey everyone, welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast. We're developing the heart and soul of leaders. My name is Jeremiah. And I'm Bianca. And in today's conversation, it is entitled, Leaders Know the Pulse. Yeah. Knowing the pulse of the individuals on your team, knowing the pulse of the overall organization. It's so, so important. I want to share a story of having the pulse of a person, and it's actually on our honeymoon and it was like our first fight. So romantic. So romantic. So perfect. It was like our first fight as married couples. Oh, no. And it it wasn't really a fight, but it was just one of those situations where you said something and it hurt my feelings. And so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I know you didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm 21 years old. I don't know how to tell you this hurt my feelings. This bothered me. So I started giving you the silent treatment. The cold shoulder. The cold shoulder. And what was funny is that you did not notice. <laughs> Hours went by, and you were just acting like nothing ever happened. We're on our honeymoon. We're here to have a fun time. We're at the beach. Yeah, and I finally, and then eventually, I was just like a little short with you, and yep. then you were like, "Is is everything okay? Is something I'm wrong?" Super sensitive. Was like, super. yeah. And I was like, no, everything's not okay. Can't you tell I haven't even been talking to you for the past three hours? And you were just 100% clueless. You did not know that something bothered me. You did not have a pulse about where I was. And uh, it wasn't your fault. I mean, it's my fault. I just need to open up my mouth and say something. But as leaders, we have to be clued in to where our people are at. Yes. And you know what? Sometimes they're just going to they're going to give us the silent treatment or they're going to not on purpose. They're just not going to tell us where they're at yeah. in life. And it's so, so important if we're going to lead effectively is that we have to know the pulse of where people are at. So good. And so it's it's tricky because you have to know people's stories and you have you have to stay up to date on their life. And if you're leading a lot of people, this can get very overwhelming. And so you just have to take it one person at a time. But it's so important. And if you get those little inklings, like something's not fully yeah. right here. Your spider there's sense is going off. Something. Yeah, you can kind of sense. You can kind of sense when there's a greater gap. Yeah. Emotional distance in the relationship. There's a distance, yeah. you know, and usually they show it by how much time they spend or their enthusiasm. And it's so, so important to key in on those moments and also prevent those moments too. So just always depositing in relationships, yeah. always just showing and shepherding that, that you care. Yeah. So staying in contact with people. It's, yeah. it's, it's keeping up with where they are in life, what's happening to them. Yeah. That's why it's so important to just know the condition of your flock. Yes. If you're, if you're a shepherd, you just know the condition. You just know the way that people are, what season of life that they're going through. It's so important to do that. Yeah. In fact, Jesus did this. Mm-hmm. In John chapter 11, there's this passage where Jesus, he, he, he has this friend, his name is Lazarus, and Lazarus dies. Yeah. He actually, he actually dies and they they put him in a tomb and when jesus gets there he's already been dead for four days and so there's this whole interaction that jesus has there with lazarus's family members who he's also very close friends with and jesus actually knows the pulse so well that he actually begins to mourn with them 
even though he was about to do a miracle. It, it's mm. such a cool story and how we get to see the leadership of Jesus. It says this in John chapter 11, verse 32. When Mary reached a place, this is Lazarus's sister, when Mary reached a place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And when Jesus saw her weeping, you see this? He saw her weeping, and the Jews that had come along her also with her was weeping. Jesus was deeply moved in spirit, and troubled. And he asked, where have you laid him? And they said, come and see, Lord. And then in verse 35, it says, and this is the shortest verse in the whole Bible, Jesus wept. Mm. Think about this. Jesus notices what's happening to this woman. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he says, you know, I'm, I'm going to raise him from the dead in just a moment. And that's what happens later in the story. But before I do that, I'm just going to identify with where the people who I'm serving are in their lives. Yes. And it's so important as leaders to remember that's what we ought to do. Yeah. What's so interesting about this whole story is that that Jesus knew what was going to happen, and yet he begins to weep. You, 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 almost, you almost are like, wow, he, he's so wanting to be with people. Yeah. The book of Romans tells Christians— people who are following Jesus, that we ought to mourn with those who mourn and rejoice with those who rejoice. Yes. And so it's such a great leadership idea for us to grab a hold of that we can identify with where people are and be right there in that moment with them. And it's so important. And, and you just have to clue in. You just yes. got to watch because people show where they're at just by the way they carry themselves. Yes. I re I'm, I re I'm recalling a situation with one of our students when we were youth pastors. And I remember when we were um, transitioning out of being youth pastors, they kind of had this special thing where some of the students shared what meant the most to them. And I remember there was this one female student, she was sharing something that meant the most to her about what I did. And, and she did not mention a sermon I preached or this event that we did. She said the the most memorable thing for her was one of the moments right before service that I could tell that she was a little down. And I just sat down with her and said, hey, what's going on? Are you okay? And I just gave her that extra few minutes. I mean, it was just a few extra minutes that she was able to pour her heart out and just say, no, everything's not fine. I'm dealing with this, 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 and this. And she was just able to share that before. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to be there for her and be like, okay, Lord, you're going to have to cover all the things that I have I'm supposed to be doing right now because I need to be here in that moment but that was what meant the most for her and, and that's what builds your leadership credibility with people John Maxwell is famous in saying people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care yes there's just something about caring for people knowing where they're at what's really going on with them that just communicates volumes about you as a leader and then ultimately people begin to trust. Yeah. Because trust is the currency of leadership. Right. And so we exchange our leadership ideas. People follow us because they trust us. And it's so important to build or make deposits yeah. into that trust account with people through being sensitive to whatever situations they're facing. And it's seasonal. You know, not everyone's in the same season. Sometimes there's some people that are just, they're going through a harder season and they may need more of your time during that season. 
good. And then there's some, you know what? Everything's going great. They just had their first kid. They're they're or they just got married. They're happy. Things are going smooth. So you know what? You don't have to give them as much time because you can't be there for everyone. Yeah. Obviously, you can't go to every event. However, if you can go to the weddings, if you can go to the funerals, if you can be at the baby showers, I know that it can sometimes feel like oh, that's constant. But those are the moments that mean so much. And then noticing if there is that kind of pullback from them to just say hey or if you know that they're about to go into a busy season of life mm -hmm. just letting them know that you're there that you're praying for them that you're if there's anything you can do you're there and you're thinking about them I think people that's one of the most meaningful things that people can hear is that you're thinking about yeah. them you know because so, so many of us we're just thinking about our own lives our own business and to know wow they were thinking of me it just means so so much what it does is it, it builds people yeah. It, it builds people up to think, man, I'm important to somebody. Yeah. It makes a difference to them. And as a leader, that's what we're called to do is to build people. Yeah. And, and this provides great encouragement. It's so encouraging to know that when I'm going through something, I'm not alone. Yes. And encouragement for people, encouragement is soul fuel. Yes. It just builds them and, and it, it, it's something that they run on. Mm. And so when you can provide encouragement to people, it builds them up so that they can take steps forward and they can make those next steps in their lives. And so be thinking about that this week. Who can you encourage? And encouragement is it, it's so deep because it's so much more than flattery. Mm. We don't want to flatter people. People can see right through that, you know, and we don't want to just throw out shallow comp compliments. We mm. really want to encourage the heart, encourage the soul, get down deep in there. So how, how do you encourage effectively? I think there's some specific ways that we can encourage effectively where someone really feels like, wow, I feel, I feel like I can do this. That's, I feel like yeah. I can keep going. So one of the ways that we can encourage people is to encourage instead of just what they did, that that's a great thing, but encourage their character. Yes. I know that that means so much to me as a person, encouraging their integrity, who they are as an individual, their convictions, whatever it is, their value system. That's one area that you can Speak encourage. specifically to that too. Specific. Don't be very general with yeah. it, but be specific. And when you call that out, another way is to encourage their role. Yes. So, so maybe they're a good father, a good mother, a good son or daughter, what, whatever role that they're in, boss, employee, you know, things like that, like encouraging specifically in those areas means so much to people. That's so good. Encourage their calling or their future. And sometimes this is something that they're not even aware of. Mm. Sometimes you'll see something in them as a it's leader good. and you can call it forth and say, you know, what? I see this in you and encourage if, if they're speaking about dreams, like, Oh, I was thinking about starting a podcast or I was thinking about starting a YouTube, like be the person says, go for it. Yeah. Okay. When are you going to do it? That's good. Encourage that and let them know, like, just go for it. Yeah. You have someone cheering you on and that they know that there's someone that believes in them. Yes. Because sometimes, sometimes the people we lead, don't believe in themselves. Yeah. And, and I get that because we all deal with insecurities. Yeah. So if we can be the person that silences those insecurities and opens up all of the potential and speaks to that, I really feel like people will live up to it. That's so good. And as, as a spiritual leader, so if you're a spiritual leader in somebody's life, this is actually a very spiritual act mm -hmm. because pro prophecy is, is an encouraging word about what lies ahead. And mm. so it, it really kind of mirrors where you actually can function in spiritual gifts as a leader to then encourage people through that, that prophecy of, of what you're speaking to and what you said 
silencing those insecurities and those fears and quieting those voices and say, hey, you don't have to pay attention to those. Let's yeah. pay attention to the things that I'm seeing in you, the things that I believe in you, the things that I know are going to really, really come to pass here. And then listen for cues in their lives, too. There's, there's just things that come up as like a, it's almost like a teleprompter, like a cue card. Like it just comes up and you're like, oh, I can encourage that about that person. You know, you can just see that in them and it could just be something that really speaks to where they're at. What, was there someone in your life that was just really encouraging, like in the, in your younger years, maybe where they just spoke a timely word and they were just so encouraging and it really propelled you forward. Yeah. And it's partly why you are who you are today. Definitely. And they're major moments in my life, too. Mm -hmm. They're like mile marker kind of moments. Yeah. One of the very first ones that I can remember is there was a choir director at this drug rehab that I attended. Mm -hmm. And I, I shared him some stuff with him about my past, about some things I was ashamed of. Mm. It was really one of those first moments where I kind of like told somebody and I yeah. was expecting him to reject me. Mm. And he not only accepted me and loved me, but he then spoke a word about the way that God views me in mm. that moment. And it provided huge encouragement. It went to the scripture. We looked through the scripture together. Wow. Following that moment, there was another guy when I was graduating from this program. Um, he, he gave me an opportunity to go to another country and start a drug rehab there with him. Mm. And then at the last minute, he had some things that changed and he was unable to go. And I'd already bought my plane ticket. I'd already had everything lined up. And he said to me, he said, Jeremiah, he said, this is a great opportunity for you. You're a young man. You don't have a lot of responsibility. You don't have a wife and kids and bills and all mm. this other kind of stuff. You need to go take this. I believe this could be God's next step for you. And man, for him to believe in me like that, to say, hey, you don't yeah. have to follow me around. You can just go pioneer your own path because God's going to lead you forward. Man, for someone to believe in you, like I'm going to another country to do a great work. I'm going to pioneer something that's never existed before. Those moments, and I could just go list them all and all, because when leaders do that for you, yeah. it creates a place of very firm footing where you can lift up. And and as leaders, we get the opportunity to do that. Yeah. I, I want to make sure that you understand that it's you. We're yes. talking about you. You're listening, watching to this. Right. You're a leader. Yep. Go encourage somebody yes. and watch how they, making their podcast 20 years later, mention you in it saying, hey, that leader did that for me. If it weren't for that moment, that one little word that they said, I wouldn't be who I am today yeah. without it. Yeah. And so look around and you know who needs encouragement? Because you can find them. It's every person. Everybody. <laughs> every person that you see, guess what? They need some type of encouragement yeah. because everyone is fighting some kind of battle. Everyone has some type of insecurity and we can be the one that really pushes them past all of that to fulfill their dreams. So, so good. So encourage someone today. Today. Yes. Don't wait. Go find somebody and do it. Put it to practice. Yes. So thank you so much for joining in on this conversation. I loved it. It was yeah, really good. I'm, it was. Now I'm going to be like, okay, who am I encouraging today? I'm pumped up. Yes. So go encourage someone today. Please like, comment, uh, leave a review on the podcast. And uh, we are so glad that you've joined us today. And we'll continue this conversation. Have a great day.